I lift up my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? The maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your, your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over you, your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going, both now and forevermore. This is God's word. You may be seated. Surprise, Mark's gone. <laughs> He's on vacation. You got me. Beginnings and endings. I guess I get to finish this up. We're wrapping up 2019 with a little less excitement when the Christ- than when the Christmas decorations go up. They came down at our house yesterday. I'm not sure who likes taking them down more. But I know that when Cameron came home yesterday, he said our house looked kind of dull. That was a quote. Many of us had a home full of family, and now it's quiet. And I'm sure each of us reflect on what this past year has brought us. We find some really happy moments, and we found some really sad ones. We remember times of great joy and times of much sorrow. For some, we can't imagine 2019 being any better than 2018. And for others, many are hoping that this year would just end and be in the past. And I know for each, for each of us, each year, we have our own mountains and valleys. That's life. 2018 brought a new chapter to our family. You know, when my daughter-in-law and my son called a few months ago and said that they were with child, I thought to myself, that messed up your five-year no-baby plan. <laughs> you two CPAs don't know the numbers very well. And then Janet said something about us being grandparents. And if you know me very well, you know that I don't like aging, I don't like growing up, and I sure don't like growing old. And so the idea of grandparent has grown on me until Harvey came along. But i got to tell you, in 2018, being Papa has brought more joy to my heart than anything I could ever imagine. And that little boy, whenever he's in my uh, care... He's going to have my undivided attention. You know, I don't know what the future holds for 2019, but I do know that my little boy is graduating from high school. And with a little bit of anxiety and a lot of excitement for him, I know that that is one of the many things that God has in store for next year. You know, last week I walked into Planet Fitness. No, I didn't run in. Those are the people that are zealous about it. You run after you get there. And there was a line at the desk. So on my way out, I asked the girl at the desk, what was going on this particular morning? And she told me, it's that time of year. People are making their New Year's resolutions to join the gym. So I had to ask, how many of them that signed up today you'll never see again? And she laughed. Because I've been one of those. Just signing up for a gym membership won't get you in shape, will it? It's a good first step. Losing weight landing a new job, saving money, going on vacation, reading more, quitting smoking, finding love. Those are all part of the top 10 New Year's resolutions. But you know, 9.2 people feel like they accomplished their goals last year. And it was statistically proven that most resolutions fade away by Valentine's Day. Well, I don't really like those statistics, 
So I might just join with some of those folks that decide not to be part of those statistics. Make no resolutions, and you won't be part of them. As we wrap up 2018 and begin 2019, our pilgrimage of this life journey continues. And Psalms 121 is a song of ascent. It was very likely sung by pilgrims on their way to Jerusalem to one of the festivals. The Hebrew pilgrims needed help along the journey, but their help went far beyond the need for direction. They often traveled long distances on foot, and there were numerous dangers along the way. The reality is that in our midst today, there are some of us who are just tired of the journey and wish it would end. And some could use a little help along the way. And some have lost their way and could use a little direction. And there is hope. Help is not far away. It's closer than you think. And for just a moment this morning, will you look with me at four great truths from Psalms 121 as we continue this journey of life through 2019 to Inca's pilgrimage. I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. You know, at first glance, in looking at those first two verses, I think of a beautiful motivational poster with a great majestic mountain scene on it that tells me to look up. A common symbol of where God is. The psalmist asked the question, where does my help come from? Perhaps he looked to the hills while standing in the valley and sees Jerusalem, a place of destination at the top, a place he longs to be. Or perhaps the journey is long, and as he looks to the hills, he envisions the dangers that lurk around every corner and ahead in the hills, the wild animals and the bandits and the rugged road ahead. And just maybe he's reminding us that our hope's not in a destination. Our hope's not in a location. You know, there's great danger in making a mountaintop experience or a summit in our life an idol. There's great da- danger in making a destination the place of help. He says, look beyond the hills. Look to the one who created the hills, the creator of heaven and earth. I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He is all-powerful. He's not just the God of the hills. He's not just the God of the valleys. He's creator of God of, and God of all. God is a mountain mover and earth shaker. He's the creator of heaven and earth. He is with us always. He breathes help and strength into every soul every day of our lives. Isaiah 43, But now says the Lord, He who created you, O Jacob, He who formed you, O Israel, Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name, you are mine. And when you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. And And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. And when you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned. And in the flame, it shall not consume you. And on this rough road of life's journey, know that God's creative power goes before us. You know, um, a couple years ago, Janet got me watching a show on HGTV called Flea Market Flip. Okay, I traded in my man card. (laughs) Kind of got addicted to that show because they have a time limit. And you go out into the flea market, you find a couple things that are just pure junk. You have a little bit of time to renew them, and then you try to sell them for as much money as you can. And I'm I'm always amazed at what people can make off junk. I'm also always amazed at how creative people are. You know, when I think about the creativity of God, and I can only imagine what God will do with us in the next year, God's creative power goes before us. He will not let your foot slip. 
He who watches over you will not slumber. Instead, he who watches over Israel will not neither, neither slumber nor sleep. We find ourselves sometimes on paths where there are potholes and obstacles. But God, who knows, knows our way. And even when we stumble, as our eyes are fixed on him, he will make our path straight. For he watches over us. He never sleeps. He never slumbers. You know, when I was a kid, we used to go to a department store, and my sister and I would hide in the midst of the clothing racks. And I never knew until I became a parent how much anxiety that gave my mom. Because when you take your eye, when your child's, your eyes are off your child, you are anxious. Psalms 34, 15, the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are attentive to their cry. He won't let you stumble. Your guardian God won't fall asleep. Not on your life. Israel's guardian will never doze nor sleep. And how does it make you feel about the journey ahead, knowing that he never sleeps, he never slumbers, his eyes are always fixed on you. He keeps watch over us. God is a tireless worker. He never wearies. Think of God as a worker in your life. Yeah, it's amazing. God is working in our lives. We're prone to think of ourselves as workers in God's life. But the Bible wants us to first be amazed at how God works in our lives. Isaiah 64, 4. Since ancient times, no one has heard or perceived by the ear. No eye has seen a God besides you who works for those who wait on him. You know, sometimes we just have trouble paying attention. Have you ever had a conversation with your spouse and you got distracted and you didn't pay attention? Well, I bet that didn't end very well for you. And in a world today full of cell phones and technology, it's hard to get our undivided attention. And in a world full of distractions, it's really hard for us to fathom a God who is always, always keeping watch over us. God doesn't have trouble paying attention. As we begin 2019, we go in hope that God's creative power goes before us and that God is keeping watch over us. The Lord is, the Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day nor moon by night. He keeps us safe in his care. He protects us like the shade protects us from the heat of the day. Why the right hand? Because it is known as the hand that works. And so that we can be assured that whatever he has given us to do in this life, he's co his covering of protection rests over all of our works and our efforts. But sometimes the journey's hot. Sometimes we feel in a dry and thirsty land. We feel parched. But we can know that his presence is with us. You know, a few years ago, I decided that instead of gathering our camp staff together to have a meeting, that I would do that meeting online. And I realized quickly after we did that meeting online of the 30 or 40 guys that were part of our camp staff that there was something missing. And I'll tell you what was missing about that. It was all the joking and the fun and the times that we had with each other, so the productivity went way up. But what, re what re really far down was the creativity because we love being together. We love being in each other's presence. It's the idea that God is always in our presence. As we journey to 2019, we go in peace knowing that God's creative power goes before us. He's keeping watch over us. And his presence is always with us. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He'll keep you your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time and forevermore. You know, I can be in your presence but not care. 
You know this true because you've sat by that annoying person on the airplane before. You just didn't have enough time to put your headphones on before they started talking. And you probably, because you're a believer in Christ, you felt guilty later about, about not caring. But you know that sometimes we can be in each other's presence and not care. But God's care surrounds me. Evil doesn't have the final say over our lives. Fear of death, disease, and hardship has lost its sting, for our lives are hidden with Christ in God. For he is our soul keeper, and he holds all of our tomorrows. For the eyes of the Lord move to and fro throughout the earth, that he may strongly support those whose hearts are completely his. Second Chronicles 16.9 Six times in Psalms 121, the word keeper is used. And that word originally means sheepfold. And the idea is of guarding and protecting. You know, there's a big difference between having and keeping. For instance, I might have a favorite sweater. It is my possession. However, I keep my wife. She's not merely a possession. She's my beloved. She is dear to me. Therefore, I watch over her, not for my sake, but for hers. I protect her from harm. If she suffers, it hurts me too. Likewise, God doesn't merely have us. We are God's beloved. We are not merely possessions in the eyes of the Lord because if we suffer, it hurts him. We count on God to be our caregiver and our keeper. You know, the psalmist in the very beginning recognized this because he is the one who created heaven and earth. I wonder how many times in our lives we seek to help. We seek help somewhere else besides God because we, well, we don't say it out loud but we fear deep inside that God's just not capable of dealing with whatever difficulties or problems face us. But if God created the entire world, including you and me, don't you think he's perfectly capable of helping us in our relationships or our finances or our health or our problems at work? See, God keeps me through danger, but not necessarily from danger. Back in Isaiah 43... Fear not, I have redeemed you. I have called you by name, you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. And through the rivers, and they shall not overwhelm you. And when you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned. And the flame, and it shall not consume you. Notice here that it is assumed that God's people will go through difficulties. God used the word when, not if, in describing the difficulties of life and picturing the floods and the fires. So God clearly never promised to keep us from encountering dangers in life. This is really familiar with the words of Jesus in John 16, 33. I have said these things to you that you may have peace. In this world you'll have tribulation, but take heart, for I have overcome the world. And again, Jesus said we will, not that we might, have tribulations in the world. We have this promise that God will not leave us alone in those difficult times. Notice that God created all things, including you and me. So when God keeps his children, he does it in a way that will ultimately bring glory to him and delight to him. But you know, in a self-centered world we live in, it's so often for us to get focused off what's in it for God and be focused on what it, what's in it for us. And I think there's sometimes that we have a tendency to think that God cares for us according to our own spiritual temperature at the moment. But these last two verses in the Psalm thinking, his care is unlimited. We are promised that he will keep our life and our going out and our coming in from this time forward and forevermore. And God promises to keep our life not just in this world, but also the world to come. Our coming in and going out, our daily grind. God is that stronghold that will never fail, the steadfast friend who is always there to help, 
the one who can trust even in our biggest failures and knows and knows in the end and we know in the end that he still loves us he is always there hand outstretched heart open wide ready to help this is the gift of grace this is the gift of love this is the gift of help this is the gift of our keeper the challenge though i think is to actually let god be our helper while we remember god's power and might are inspiring they can also be really tough to embrace. We don't often relinquish control over everything, particularly our very lives, without a fight. And we instead we try to do it our own way. But he alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress. I will never be greatly shaken, Psalm 62.2. You know, we live in a world of uncertainty. Whether, you're, whether your focus beginning 2019 is on personal issues or politics or economics, For what lies ahead on the journey, we know that we'll have valleys and mountaintops. Where are we going to go for help? To whom do we turn? As we embark on 2019, we were reminded that God's creative power goes before us. And God keeps watch over us. And God's presence is with us. And God cares for us. And it's all because of his great love. It's all because of Jesus. And where do I find peace? And where do I find hope? And where do I find joy? It's found in the grace that's brought me to him through the blood of Jesus. Will you pray with me? Father, we thank you for reminding us that you are surely with us, that you watch over us in our comings and goings, that you neither slumber nor you sleep. Thank you for your constant care, that you are our help and our strength in in the daily battles we face. Thank you, thank you that you are our protector and defender against the schemes of the enemy. We believe that no weapon formed against us will prosper in this life because you are always greater and our lives are hidden in Christ. We are safe with you. We choose today to fix our eyes solely on you as we begin this new year. We choose to look up for you alone are our hope. In Jesus' name, amen. Shepherds will be down front this morning. If you have a prayer request, let's stand and sing.